0: Hey ladies, so before we dive into the final episode on habits for this month, and we start to move into February's topic, and I'll be talking to you about that shortly too, I wanted to read a few customer reviews that we got over on iTunes, and I thank you so much for doing this. My heart to sparkles. So here's one from Steph C. Yoga Girl. She says, Michelle, weekly must listen. So thankful for Michelle's podcast. I look forward to learning something new from her every single week. So Steph C. Yoga Girl, thank you so much for listening. I thoroughly appreciate it. And I love that you left us a rating review. Got another one here on episode number 153. And that was where we were talking about CBD. And Raymar Ray writes, great info on CBD products and self-care. And I'll tell you, I got so many great reviews and you all wrote in and asked questions afterwards about, um, our talk on CBD. So I hope that you learned something really good and I hope that you went over there and you took advantage of the discount that we had for you. I believe it's still working and everything because Marcy was great. And, um, yeah. And if you need to ask questions, like I said, just follow her over at Marcy Marcy on Instagram and she's more than happy to answer your questions. Okay. Okay. So this week we're going to be going into, like I said, our last week talking about habits. And here's another great review that I got as well from somebody. They wrote in and they said, you know, Michelle, thank you so much for allowing me to feel okay with starting small and going slow. It meant so much to me to hear you say not to bite off more than I can chew, to do the things I can do and evaluate my life and don't judge my life based on anybody else. She went on to say, for years, I set my standards of health goals and so many other things in my life according to others and how I saw others do things and how I felt others were looking at me to measure up and do the same things. It's caused me to fall short so many times and for so many years with my health goals that I was embarrassed. But listening to you over these last couple of weeks, talking about habits and just talking about just do simple things, daily things, and small wins add up to large compounded things over time. It really got me inspired again. And it really started me thinking about what do I really want for my health and what can I do in my life and not looking around and putting blinders on. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And that comes from Kim C. Kim, when I read that, I just wanted to let you know that I got teary eyed because, you know, when you're sitting over here on the other side of the mic, you never know who's out there listening. Um, and you hope that the stuff that you're coming up with is, you know, something that people want to hear. So when people leave ratings and reviews and they come over and they, direct message you and they give you a a message like that, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking because in a, in a good way, not in a bad way, but in a good way. And, you know, I think so much that Kim was so open and was so honest and she, um, was able to share her feelings. And I did ask her if I could share that on the air and she told me yes, because here's the thing, ladies, you know, the biggest step is owning what we can do. Okay, really it's owning what we can do. It's having confidence in ourselves to look at ourselves, to see where we're at on our journey, to look at ourselves and see where we are in our lives and quit comparing ourselves to everybody else and what they're doing. Because what somebody else is doing, they may not even really like what they're doing, but they're doing it anyways. And then if you start going to mimic or or copying that, you're going to end up being miserable too. So Kim, I'm glad that they gave you some clarity. I'm glad it gave you the confidence to step out and to really just look at your own life and start putting those small things in place. And, you know, long-term small things add up to big wins. I always say that. And you only have to go at the pace that you want to go. Okay whether you look at me or you look at other people, because I get people all the time, especially my patients too. They come in and they'll say, Hey, Michelle, I, my God, what do you do? You look so good. I want to look like you. And I'm like, but you're not me and I'm not you. You need to find what works for you. Let's do that. I think if we spent more time on trying to figure out and work with somebody on what works for us, instead of trying to make what works for somebody else work for us, we'd all be a lot healthier. So bang. That's my mic drop for this week. So with no further ado, let's get into the episode. This is the last one. And today I'm giving you quick and easy, some simple hacks to help those habits stick faster and to get them to be solidified quicker. All right. So let's go. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. All right, ladies, and we're back for our last part of our habits that we're talking about in January. Okay, so... Here's the thing, ladies, I know that creating habits is not easy and that it takes some, you know, it takes some time, it takes some effort, and I just, I get it. And I've been hearing from so many of you, you know, with regard to what we've been talking about in our Facebook group and Instagram, I just had a great conversation um, today with um, Sandra Peltier um, from Fexi, and she's going to be our guest next week. I think you're going to really love that conversation. And her and I even had this conversation about, you know, simple habits and different things too. And I think you're going to find what she says kind of really connects and jives with what we're talking about today. And so today's episode is just really, it's short and sweet. And I thought that it would be great for me just to come to you and give you some simple hacks to help you build new habits. Okay. Now, you can implement as many of these as you want, you know, one, two, or you can use all of them. The more that you can integrate and that you can, you know, put in to your daily schedule, okay, or that you can help, you know, you along the way to creating this habit, the better off you're going to be. But here's the thing. Every one of us, you know, solidifies habits at different times Than other people. Some people can, you know, form a new habit relatively quickly, depending on their personality. Other people's personality, it may take a little bit longer. And I don't want you to beat yourself up. I want you to give yourself space and I want you to give yourself grace when you're making habit changes. And I want you to make them small, small things that you can do, not audacious things. Okay. So, you know, that's a big thing, you know, don't bite off more than what you can chew and be realistic with yourself, ladies. That's the most important thing. And anything that I talk to you about with your health, the more that you can be realistic with yourself to where you are in the process, where you want to go, what's worked, what hasn't, and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, you are going to see progress so much faster. Because when you're real with yourself and you can say, Hey, I know I'm not going to do that. Well, then you're already ahead of the game because you're moving that off your, off your list. Okay. All right. So the first thing that I want to talk to you about is to schedule it and to put it on your to-do list. Okay. And the reason that I want you to start putting it on a to-do list is because it's a new habit. And when you write something, like we said, as when you can get more than just one sense into something. You tend to make it ingrained in your neural pathways a lot faster. So when you pick up a pen and you're writing it out, it's tactile. You're touching the piece of paper. You're grabbing the pen. You're moving it from your brain onto the paper. It just, it all connects and it makes things happen much faster. And here's the reason for this too, to put it on a to-do list. Because ladies, we forget that when something is new, we may forget you know, to do it because it's just not front and center in our mind. Maybe we forget that, you know, you're supposed to have eggs for breakfast instead of, you know, pancakes or waffles, or maybe you need to get that daily walk-in and it's just not a habit or a routine yet. So you need to remind yourself. So you got to pencil it in. Scheduling your new habits or making them part of your daily to-do list until they become something that you do automatically so for some people is very necessary at the beginning. So you pencil it in, you put it on your schedule, whether that's one day a week, two days a week, whatever. You know, I have little water stickers that I put on my on my calendar, I check them off. I've got, li- I'm, I do fun little reminders for myself. I make it a game for myself and I make it something fun. I don't make it something that's so, you know challenging and that's so daunting that I don't want to do it. I have fun with myself. Okay. I give myself prizes. I, I reward myself. I, you know, I come up with different things of how I can challenge myself because that's just, you know, it makes it funner to get things done. Okay. The next thing that you can do is you can make it public and you can make it accountable. And let me tell you ladies, this is where the skin meets the road. All right. So if you really want to do something Make it public and hold yourself accountable because when you let family and friends know what this new habit is that you're trying to establish, definitely they will call you out if you don't stick to your plan and they will also help you get back on track if you've fallen off, okay? So you may even go as far as sharing it publicly on Facebook or if you're a blogger writing about it in a blog or, you know, talking about it in your journey with your girlfriends, wherever. Or you can put it on Instagram. You can get a group of women together and, you know, hold each other accountable. But knowing that others are going to read it and know about it might just be enough, ladies, to keep you going when you feel like throwing in the towel. Okay. When you, when I know, oh my gosh, I put it out there and I said I was going to do this. I better well get it done. Okay. Like we had an accountability meeting today. I met with three of my girlfriends and we formed an accountability group. And we were on video and we had to tell each other what we wanted to accomplish in the next three months. Now, those ladies, they were writing it down diligently (laughs) what I was saying that I wanted to do. So they're going to hold me accountable. And in three months, times from now, they're going to ask me, Michelle, did you get it done? You know, so I know that when I've got Brenda and Andrea and Stephanie out there, You know, they're going to be looking for me to get this stuff done. I better get it done. Okay. Trust me. It's a very far, it's a high motivator for us to get something done faster and to make it a habit and stick more when we talk about it to somebody and we actually put it out into the universe. And the other thing that I really love about putting it out into the universe, whether you talk about it to a friend or you don't, or you just write it out in your journal, or you, whether you just talk about it with God or your higher power or whatever, Here's the thing, ladies, the universe tends to conspire to help you in that direction. Okay. It really does. When we put out to the universe, I want to do this. I'd like to make this happen. I want to manifest this. It tends to work in our favor and it tends to put and bring opportunities in front of us that help us to reach those things that we're trying to attain. Now, I know that sounds a little woohoo, but it works for me and I'm telling you, it can work for you. All right, then whenever possible, ladies, add the new habit to one that you already have. Okay, just like we talked about last week, and I told you that Cindy, you know, she said that she walks, her dog needs to walk, it needs a walk daily, excuse me, and she wanted to start adding a walk into her new routine. So she put the two together. She now takes her dog on a long walk, she gets her walk in, and her dog gets exercise. All right, so Do a new habit, add it to a habit that you already have going. It tends to make it easier. So for example, if you fix a cup of tea or coffee at 4 p.m. and you want to get in the habit of taking a daily walk, make the new ritual to go for your walk and then to come back and enjoy your tea. Or better yet, you could even make your cup of tea and you could take it with you on your walk, okay? It's much easier, ladies, to amend an existing habit or ritual than concre- than creating an entirely new one. Also, we talked about several times habit stacking, habit stacking. I think you're going to start hearing this in your sleep. You're going to start hearing Michelle say habit stacking. Stack one habit with another habit that goes together and they more congruently flow. Don't pick something, two different abstract things that you need to do that have no, you know, it's like putting two pieces of a puzzle together that are never going to go. That's what you do when you don't habit stack. Putting those pieces of the puzzle that will go together, that's exactly what it does when you habit stack. This habit leads to the next thing. They all blend together and they all fit in a congruent manner and it makes it so much easier. Okay. Now, the next one, I love this and I heard about this a long time ago and I actually participated in this one. It's a fun idea. Okay. So, You can put a jar on the kitchen counter and each time you slip back into your bad habit, ladies, or you forget to stick to the new one that you've put that you want to do, you've got to put $5 in the jar or whatever amount of money, but you got to make it enough that it's going to hurt, okay? Because it will quickly help you remember to skip that sugary food and it will help to motivate you to go out for that walk. For extra motivation, you can donate the money to a charity at the end of the month or what's even Better. This is even better, ladies. You can hand it over to your spouse and tell them that they can go spend it on themselves. Now, if that isn't oh gosh, Ooh, just thinking about that, like I I slipped up and I have to put all this money in the jar and then I'm going to go give it to my husband so he can go spend it on himself. Oh, that just that's enough motivation right there to get me going on the right path. So this one this one really does work, ladies. Put some skin in the game. Okay, it's like. If somebody offered you a free course or somebody offered you a course where you had to pay $500, what do you think you're going to show up for and do a lot more? You're going to show up for the one that you paid for far faster than one that you haven't paid for that's free. Because you think in your mind, oh, it's free. If I miss it, oh, it's no big deal. You know, no, I don't, I'm not paying for it. I'm not going to lose any money. There's no investment there. But if you paid $500 for something, you dang well are going to make sure that you pretty much are going to finish that course and you're going to get something out of it. Okay. So make your slip ups costly. Then the next one is to find a partner and help each other along. Find someone with the same similar goal as you. This could be a workout partner or a diet buddy. Keep tabs on each other, ladies, and encourage each other to keep going. It's much harder to skip a walk if you know someone is depending on you to go with them. All right. When you have to, when you have an accountability partner to go and do something and you set it on the calendar, you're going to want to not show, you're going to want to show up. You're not going to want to let that person down. So having an accountability partner is great and it works a lot. All right. And here's the thing, pick, like I said, when I first, when I first said this, pick somebody that has the same similar goal. So if you're going to go work out and you're going to lift weights, then go and lift weights together. All right. If you're going to go to the walk, go for a walk, you know, pick, you know, and put this on your thing. I want to work out with, um, so-and-so three times a week and get that person on board too. It really makes it fun. Number one, you've got an accountability partner. And then number two, it makes it work out, go by so much faster when you've got somebody to work out with. All right the next thing that you can do, you can just take it one step even higher than just having one accountability partner. You can have a group accountability. Just like I told you about me and my girlfriends, we met today. There's four of us. Having a group accountability better amps that up several notches. And like they don't need to be local. Like I said, we met on Zoom today. One of my friends, she's in Rhode Rhode Island. Another one of the gals on the Zoom call, she's in Philadelphia. Andrea, she's over in Arizona, and I'm here in California. We're all over the map. We had to find a time that was good for us, and sometimes, yeah, that can be challenging, but they don't have to be local, okay? And, or you can find a supportive group online, and you can challenge each other to stick to your new habit for the next 30 days or so. You can even say, hey, let's all do, like hypothetically, you, if you're into social media, whatever, you can say, hey, we've got to post us doing this new habit on social media every single day in one of our posts for 30 days. And every one of you has to post, let's say you're, you want to drink more water. Okay. You each have to post a picture of yourself drinking your water and where you're at that day on social media. And then everybody else has to go and kind of comment on it and make sure. That way you're holding each other accountable. Okay. Not wanting to be the first one to give up in the group will keep you going until you've established this as a new habit. So I told you these wouldn't be simple. I told you they were going to be quick ladies. So give these simple little hacks a try. Okay. Keep using the ones that you find helpful until you've made new habits that you can stick with and you don't need the help or the support for anymore. So use them for as long as you need them. Like I said, everybody's idea of of forming a habit is going to be different, okay? And it's going to be different based on what new habit you want to form. Okay, like we talked about last week, you know, if you remember, we talked about if this is a very new, new habit for you, and it's a big stretch of something that you're currently doing, it's going to take you longer to form that habit than if it's something that's very easily transitioned. And last week I gave you the example of, okay, you eat ice cream every night, By the way, that's not healthy. But anyways, you eat ice cream every night. And so then you say, okay, I'm going to go to a healthier version and I'm just going to have frozen yogurt instead. You know, I'm going to get some Greek frozen yogurt and I'm going to freeze that and I'm going to have that. Well, that's not a big stretch because it's spooning something into a bowl. It's still a snack. It still tastes great. It's still sweet. It's, it's, you know, it's satisfying that sweet tooth. So yeah, you're going to be able to transition to that, like probably in a day or two. Okay. It's not that big of a stretch. But if I told you, okay, you've got to go from eating your ice cream to having an apple every night. Now that's a bigger, that's a bigger stretch because an apple is not ice cream. It's not smoothie, silk, and creamy. Yeah, it's sweet, but it's not sometimes as satisfying as that rocky road that you want. Okay. So it may take you longer to make that a habit of putting something healthier in, in the evening. Or if I said, Hey, Maybe you just need to give up that habit. Giving up ice cream altogether at night would be a far bigger stretch than the first example that I gave you. Okay. And you might, you find yourself slipping back a lot easier to, oh, I went two nights, but I, I can have this. You know, we all make these excuses in our brains and it's okay. Give yourself space and grace and be honest with yourself of what you can and cannot do given your lifestyle. Okay. Like my life is busy. You know, I cannot say and commit that I'm going to go to the gym five nights a week and I'm going to work out with weights. I can probably say, Hey, I can go to the gym maybe two times a week. And that's good because I've got so many other things going on and I'm going to be happy at the end of the week. And here's the thing too, ladies, no matter how big or small these little things that you do these habits are, and Sandra and I, we talked about this, um, on the podcast. Give yourself some grace and be happy at the end of the week when you did it. Celebrate these things that you did. Even if you fell off the wagon a little bit, celebrate. Because we are so hard as women on ourselves. And we've said that time and time again, we are our worst critics. I don't want you going there. I want you to start looking at yourself in a whole different perspective, I want you to look at yourself that you are making changes, that you are moving forward, that you are getting healthier and you are getting stronger and that you can do this. You are a well woman. Okay. If you listen to our podcast, I consider you a well woman. So here's the thing too. I would really greatly appreciate it. If you'd come over and would join us in our Facebook group, well, woman, Oh yeah, it's, sorry, it's Well Woman 360. I keep, I keep forgetting that. I don't know why, but anyways, come on over to Well Woman 360. Ask to join our Facebook group because I really would like to grow that group. All right. Please share this podcast. If you like this podcast episode, even got one little tidbit out of it, please, 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 from the bottom of my heart, hit the share button and share it with a girlfriend or two. It makes it easy. I make it easy for you to share. And, you know, if you want to go one little step further, I ask that you leave us a rating and review. Ratings and review, I keep saying it every single episode, are so important. And I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart for all the women that have taken the time to go over there and leave us a rating and review. I know it's not as easy as leaving, you know, a little heart on Instagram. You know, all you have to do is bing, 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 and you can like everybody's stuff. I know this, you have to actually go over there. You have to actually Hit the five stars, the four stars or whatever. I know you actually have to type in, you know, your review and it takes a few extra steps, but it's appreciated way more, way, 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 way more for me if you did that. So ladies, that ends our series on habits as we move into February. And I just want to um, tee in and again, let you know that next week we have a fabulous guest, Sandra Peltier. She is the, um, she's the CEO of Evofem and this brand new non-hormonal contraceptive called Fexi, And you're going to learn all about it. So if you've got a a girlfriend or anybody, any woman in your life that has had a hard time with, um, hormonal birth control, you're going to want to definitely listen in on that episode, and you're going to definitely want to share this episode with all of those people. If you have women who've got, had breast cancer who can no longer use hormones, you know women that are perimenopausal, and they, you know, they don't want to do birth control every single day, um, maybe they're, they're, they're not, they don't need that, and they just want some form of contraceptive that they can control when they use it and when they don't use it, you're going to want to listen to this episode. It was fantastic. We had a great conversation. She made me laugh and I just can't wait for you to hear it. So until next week, ladies, go leave that rating and review, share the podcast, and come join us at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. Until then, much love, and may you have a richly blessed week, and I'll talk to you then. Bye for now.